Hey, busy business people. I am here today with a couple of entrepreneurs taking action, John and Mark Cronin. This dynamic father-son duo went from a bootstrap startup to a multi-million dollar sock empire in five years. And I'm getting the scoop today on how they did it. So stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to the show in five years, right? Like going from bootstrapped to multi-million dollar. I think there was like 88 locations from what I was seeing. Oh, well, 88 wow. different countries. <laughs> 88 yeah. different countries. There we go. Uh, well, Christina, thank you for having us on. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. We're really happy to be here. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you guys. Like, I'm excited to hear about the story. You don't hear about that kind of business growth very often. We've been we've been very fortunate. Um, and yes, the business grew rapidly. But don't let anybody fool you. We've had our failures. There have been ups and downs. We got the scars to prove it. Uh, like nice. every entrepreneur will get, right? Right. Um, so we'll be glad to kind of walk you through and tell, share what motivates us. Uh, we want to be an open book. You've got a great audience of entrepreneurs. That's our tribe, uh, particularly those that, that want to make a difference, that want to have an impact. Um, that's, that's really what we're trying to do. And, and we relate to folks that are doing the same. Well, let's talk about that a little bit in terms of like having an impact. I know there's uh, several different things that you do from like donations to hiring practices to how you've structured your business. Like talk about how you're getting the warm fuzzies back out of your business. Well, I think every organization, you got to know what you're about. You got to know what your purpose is. What's that impact you're trying to have? And for us, we sum it up in two words. What's our mission, pal? Spreading happiness, Dad. Spreading happiness. And everything we do comes down to that. Um, and what do you say are the keys to happiness? It, it gratitude and do for others. Gratitude, do for others. That guides us. Um, but we also have fleshed out five pillars that define what we mean when we say we're spreading happiness. Um, you want to talk about the pillars? Do you want us to do that? We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, uh, uh, what's the first one? Uh, first one is, is, is spirit and hope. Uh, second one is give it back. The third one is fun products you can love. Three. Oh, fourth. Now you're up to four. Uh, four, I'm sorry. You're getting lost here, pal. <laughs> uh, four, uh, we have make it personal. Five, uh, make it great, great place to work. So, you know, you talk about warm and fuzzies. You know, it's, we have to know what matters, what matters for our organization and what matters for us. I mean, if, you're, if you're an entrepreneur out there and you're starting an organization, you know, I liken it to the Big Bang Theory, not the TV show. The actual scientific theory, right? When you start with just a little speck, and that speck might be the founder, or in our case, two people, or it might be your first team. 
And everything might be in your head at that point. But as you expand, you're going to add other people. You're going to add more stuff. You're going to reach more people. And you have to be really clear on what matters. Because if you're not, then everything's just going to tumble off into space. So, you know, this has to be, it has to be what you really believe. We get asked a lot, right? What, what's the one key? What's the one thing? I would start, you know, if I'm, you know, what, what should I do to start a business? And, and, you know, the first thing I would do is I would kidnap John. Really? I would have John as my partner. <laughs> but beyond that, it's to believe. It's to know what you're about and really believe in that, not just be words. So if we come back, you know, our fifth pillar is making this a great place to work. That's really important. If we're going to spread happiness amongst our customers and in our community, we have to start here. Our colleagues have to be happy. And there's lots of evidence out there, and I could, you know, share books with you, The Happiness Project, that have the data that happy employees are more productive and they're they're greater retention. It's going to be a better place. Um, So that's really important to us. And we think hard and work about that and, and work at it. And we've identified five pieces there. One, offer people a mission worthy of their commitment. Offer people something larger than ourselves, something that matters. And it can't just be, we want to make money. I mean, everybody wants to make money. And that's a byproduct. But it's got to be something larger than ourselves that will have an impact in the world. Two, make sure everybody knows how their job and what they do connects to that mission. There's no make-work job. There's no cog in the machinery. Everybody's job matters. Everybody wants to know that, that I matter. And if you're a business person, why do you want to hire somebody? Why would you pay somebody if their job doesn't matter? <laughs> you, you don't have extra yeah. money laying around. And then three, put people in a position to succeed. Don't ask them to do what they can't do, like John here. Right. John does a lot of things, but he doesn't do our finances. Don't ask people to do what they can't do and give them what they need. And we don't have unlimited resources, but Nazira, our graphic artist, when we hired her, it's like, well, what type of computer should we get you? You tell us. If Nick, our webmaster, needs a software package, well, let's get it for him. And we can't do everything but put people in a position to succeed. And then four, recognize what people do. Say thank you, right? You work hard on your podcast, Christina. You care about it. Doesn't it make you feel good when somebody says, hey, Christina, I'm listening the other day. That was a really neat interview you did. Yeah, it does. and, And then five, stay the hell out of the way. Let people do their jobs. Give them autonomy. Don't micromanage. That's why you've hired them. So that rolls up to our fifth pillar. Make it a great place to work. And so you ask about warm and fuzzies. We know that's essential to our mission of spreading happiness. But that's really important to us here. 
We just did a mid-year survey uh, over the you know, the end of last week through yesterday, asking our colleagues, are you happy working here? Do you feel supported? Do you understand your connection to the mission? We ask, tell us, how are we doing? And what do we need to do for you? And one of the suggestions was, we need Margarita Fridays. Okay, so maybe we can take it. <laughs> And then the next pillar up is making it personal. So we are always looking to make a personal connection with our customers. We're not, tra we're not chasing transactions. We're looking for relationships. So here's an easy example. What goes in every package? Every package get a dinner, arrow, and candy. From day one. John has been doing handwritten thank you notes for customers. We put a pay, package of candy in every package. On every packing slip, you're going to see a picture and the name of the person who packed your order. Because we're people and we're connecting with you. you know, making it personal means if you call here, you will never get boisterous. You're going to talk to a person. We have no scripts. We don't listen in on phone calls. You're going to have a genuine human conversation. Everything we do, we look for that way to connect. And I could go on and, and give you countless examples of you know, how we use our email to make that happen and how we're very careful in how we use our email, in the packaging we do, in you know, the fact that, yes, we've shipped 380,000 packages to 88 different countries. But if we get an order between our office and our home, what are you doing? I said you're home delivery, Dad. John's doing a home delivery. He's knocking on your door. That's awesome. And then fun products you can love. And this is kind of two pieces to it. First, it talks about what we sell. So what's the name of our store? And johnscrazysock.com. John's Crazy Sock. Right? So you know we're, we're mainly selling socks. Well, everything we sell has to be fun, has to spread happiness, and John has to give it his seal of approval. If John can't stand up and sell it, we're not selling it. But there's another part to it. We'll talk about, we have some very, we have some very, strong social goals. But at its heart, we still have to deliver the goods. We have to have great selection. So how many socks do we have? We have 4,000 different kinds of socks. 4,000 different wow. socks. That's more than any store in the world. So you know what that means? John here owns the world's largest sock store. Right? you got to have that great selection. We got to have a great website. The products have to be great. We have over 29,000 five-star reviews. 96% of our reviews are five-star reviews. People like the products. And the service has to be great. We do our own fulfillment. We do same-day shipping. An order comes in today. It's going out today. We do better shipping than Amazon. And that guy, Jeff Bezos, over on Amazon, 
He's not putting a thank you note and candy in those packages. No idea. Right? Mm -hmm. So you, you got to, you know, it's that fun products you can love and really deliver the goods. And then two, giving back. You heard John say he believes the keys to happiness are gratitude and doing for others. Well, that's built into what we do. The more we can do for others, the better off we are. We don't think it's enough to just sell stuff. You got to give back. So we started from day one. We pledged 5% of our earnings to uh, a Special Olympics. And why the Special Olympics? I am Special Olympic athlete. John's a Special Olympic athlete. How long have you been in the Special Olympics? I, 21 years. Started when he was five years old, 21 years. We've seen oh, all awesome. that he's done and grown in that. Some of our colleagues are Special Olympic athletes. Some of us have coached in it. So we wanted to make sure we gave back. But then we've gone on and we've created products that celebrate causes and raise awareness for those causes and raise money for them. So what were the first awareness socks we made? I, I downloaded from awareness socks. And who designed those? I did. And they raised money for the National Down Syndrome Society. But we have autism awareness socks that raise money for the Autism Society of America. And cerebral palsy awareness socks raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. Um, and so on. So we have now raised over $500,000 for our charity partners. Um, it's built into what we do. We sponsor an Autism Can Do scholarship. We make donations for auctions and charity raffles to support groups that work with people with different abilities. You ask about warm and fuzzies. John here has now donated over $100,000 at a Special Olympics, more than any Special Olympic athlete ever has. You know how great that feels to be able to do that? That's amazing. And then our most important pillar is Inspiration and hope. Inspiration and hope. We want to show the world what people with differing abilities can do. We start with John. You have Down syndrome, right? I do. What do you say about Down syndrome? I have Down syndrome. Down syndrome never hurt me back. It does not. We don't put John in the back. We put him right up front. You're the face of the business. You did. Right? We hire people with different abilities. So we've been able to create 34 jobs. 22 of those are held by people with different abilities. And that's not enough. We want to show the world. So we create content all the time, videos and pictures. Uh, we hold public events. We're staging a fashion show that will feature models with different abilities. Um, we, we host tours and work groups from schools and social service agencies. With the pandemic, we moved that online. So we've had school groups around the world come and tour our facility. So students can see, oh, there's a future for me. There are jobs I can get. We do speaking engagements and podcast appearances. That's why we're so grateful, Christina, that you have us on your show. Um, but we've we now do corporate events. We've spoken to 5,000 people at a Microsoft conference, 3,000 people at an EY conference. Um, 
colleges and universities. Yeah. We, it's all in an effort to let's show what people can do. And we do advocacy work. We're very fortunate that because of our business, we have a platform and people will listen. So we've testified twice before the U.S. Congress. We've spoken at the United Nations, all standing up for the rights of people with different abilities. And all that rolls up to John's crazy socks. Look at the fun we get to have. Look what we get to do. That's awesome. I mean, I know we're kind of getting close to our time here. So one question I would really like to ask, like, if somebody's listening to you and they're feeling inspired, but it seems very intimidating to look at hiring people with differing abilities or look at starting to like set up, you know, relationships with some of these charities where they can donate and they can give back. Do you have any tips or advice to, to get them past that initial hump of like, Ooh, seems like it's a big, it's a big challenge. How do I get started? Anytime that I'm faced with something that seems like a big and overwhelming challenge, I'll stop, take a breath and break it down to smaller pieces. Um, so you know, here's one thing in general to take some solace of. The two of us, we're just a couple of knuckleheads selling socks. If we can do this, anybody can do this. We have no special talent, talent no special training. Um, but I'll take, you know, I'll break that into two examples of what you've raised. One is, all right, donating and raising money for charity partners. So here's how we did our first one, right? John is designing these Down Syndrome Awareness Songs. We called up the National Down Syndrome Society and said, hey, we want to send you money. They said, who are you? And we spoke for a while and they said, oh, okay. That's how it got started. It was that simple. Um, when it comes to hiring people, over the years, you know, we, we run our own pick and back warehouse, right? So when we're staffing our warehouse, over the years, we have hired from three uh, labor pools, people with different abilities, moms, because we schedule people in four-hour shifts. So moms, we get some dads in there because they want to put the kid on the bus in the morning and pick the kid up in the afternoon. So they put the kid on the bus, come work here, and then go pick somebody up. And then the third pool are just laborers that are looking for a $15 an hour job. By far, the best labor pool we have are people with different abilities. It's because they're enthusiastic. They want to work. They care about what they work, and they pay attention. They work hard. And all it took for us was to focus on what we needed and on what people could do, you know, what they can do, not what they can't do. Um, but this is a good business decision. I mean, it's not charity. If you got to know John and me, you'd find out that John here is a very nice guy. I am not. If we're going to hire you, you got to produce. In fact, we have a TEDx talk on that very subject. We have a TEDx talk that hiring people with differing abilities is not altruism. It's good business. So that, that's what I would offer to people is it can be done. Focus not on all the reasons you can't do something. 
focus on what you have to do to get something done and break it down into the smallest chunks. You just got to do one thing at a time. I think that's really great advice. Thank you so much for sharing. I love how all of it connected. So it's like, listeners, I would love to see you rewind and listen to what happened there because it was a lot of really smart business stuff. It's like down from like the core mission to the five pillars that tied to the core mission to breaking those pillars down into executable steps and into being creative with how you structure your business to make sure you get the warm fuzzies. So it was a really powerful story, but it's also packed with like so much business advice in such a short time frame. I think it's really important to make sure you pick up on that as you're listening. Well, once you, I mean, it's why I say it's so important to believe. Because once you believe, you're just going to keep finding ways to make that manifest. So here's an example. We want to make things personal, right? We want to take care of people. So we sell socks for diabetics. And one day, one of our happiness packers comes and says, you know, we're sending socks out to diabetics and we're shipping them candy. What's wrong, What's wrong with that picture? So it took. So now we have a supply of sugar-free candy. And if you order diabetic socks, that's what we send you. And that happened because everybody is on board and believing in what we're going to do. Once you believe it, then you'll keep figuring out ways to make that happen. It doesn't all have to happen at once. Yeah, I think that is really important. If somebody wants to like check you guys out and learn more about you, go get socks. Where do they go? Where do they go? I'll go at johnscrazysocks.com. johnscrazysocks.com. And you, there are a lot of things there yet we can offer you. You know, first, it is the world's largest sock store, right? Yeah, Dad. And understand when you buy from us, you help us hire people with different abilities. You help us give back. Most of all, you help us spread happiness. But there's lots of things we can offer. If you want fun, you can join John every Tuesday. What do you do every Tuesday? I want a dance party. Every Tuesday at 3 p.m. John hosts an online dance party every day at 3 p- every Tuesday at 3 p.m. I mean, we're spreading happiness, right? And you can find that link at the website. We now have a podcast. What's it called? The Spreading Happiness Podcast. The Spreading Happiness Podcast. It's 30 minutes with the two of us bantering. We tell some jokes. We share some good stories. Give an update on John's love life. You're very smooth, right? It's 30 minutes just designed to put a smile on your face and make you feel good. And you can find those links at our website. We're on every major platform the the same way that Entrepreneurs Taking Action is. So you can do that. We're on all the major um, social media platforms. We're particularly active on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Right. You like doing those TikTok dances, don't you? I do that. Right. Um, and we engage <laughs> with people. a lot there. of fun. I get addicted to TikTok. I spend way too much time on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, in hospitals, you don't have to sedate people anymore. Just give them a TikTok channel and they'll be there all day. Um, oh, yeah. I can dive into things, TikTok for hours. We do things for businesses. Uh, we now will make custom socks. So we've made custom socks for Google and IBM and for 
people's weddings and bar mitzvahs and sweet 16 parties and businesses that give them out as thank you gifts to customers. We have gift packages. We have a charity fundraising program. Um, so we got a lot going on. That's awesome. And Maybe you can get it all you guys out and getting some superpowers into sales socks soon. That would be really cool. That's it. <laughs> yes. And it's all just check out. Crazy socks. <laughs> just check out johnscrazysocks.com. Awesome. Thank you guys for coming on. This has been really amazing. So many great tips. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you. And we thank encourage you. your audience. Go do it. The worst thing that happens is you fail, but you never really fail. It's just a lesson you learn to be smarter and stronger the next time. And follow your heart, follow your dreams, work hard, and so you can do. Pretty cool, buddy. Yep. Awesome. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.